Well, hi there and welcome. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio. I know what a lot of people are talking about, they're thinking about, they are praying about, and they are acting on, and that is the new school year, which is already underway in some places. Maybe uh, the kickoff of the year still has yet to happen where you are. I am Jerry Usher. Debbie is out today. She's probably tuned in right now. So, Deb, say a little prayer for us and have safe travels. We're praying for you. Debbie is going to the Fullness Truth Conference in Texas, I believe at San Antonio. Um, conference on miracles and there's probably still a opportunity for you to sign up so if you just do an internet search fullness of truth a miracles conference i'm sure you will find that there uh, debbie uh, adam bligh the religious demonologist so many others are going to be there so make a plan to join them if you're anywhere around that listening area but like i said it is just you and little old me here today so i'm going to really uh, appeal to your participation in the program here's the number and then we'll set up the topic it's 833 288 ewtn 833 288-3986. Need your help today in talking about the back to school, a new back to school year. Are your kids already back in school? Maybe they are. Uh, here where I live, I think it was August 1st when the kids went back to school. And then about a week after that, uh, I saw advertised on the little sign outside the school. They had a like a orientation night or something. So they got them back in class first, get them acclimated to being there, and then had the parents and the students and everybody together uh, to kind of orient them for the new school year. So is that happen for your kids yet or are you still doing that prep uh, preparation to get them back into the classroom this year 833-288-3986 and this is of course for parents you could be the guardian of a child or more than one child maybe you're a grandparent tell us how things are going with your grandkids getting ready to go back to school maybe um maybe you homeschool your kids so it's not quite the uh, the the strict schedule of being in certain places at certain times you just do that at home Uh, if you're a homeschooling family love to hear from you and you know it's possible that you have made the choice to homeschool maybe you've made some educational decisions for your kids based on some of the I would say very objectionable ideologies that are being taught in too many of our schools nowadays. Uh, maybe your kids are in Catholic school or another kind of private school. So let's talk about this because what you share on this program always has uh, an impact. It makes a difference, changes lives, and as we like to believe, God willing, even saves souls. So here's the number to get any aspect, any angle on back to school right now, 833 288 3986-833-288-EWTN. Um, we have, of course, the uh, unfortunate tragedies of, of uh, you know, dangerous and, and actually murderous events that have taken place on certain school campuses, you know, with kids taking weapons to school and all of that, and we, we just grieve over those things that have happened. And uh, I'd just love to hear from you if that has kind of, maybe it's in the back of your mind just constantly, you know, my, you send your child off to school in the morning and you just hope and pray that nothing like that would ever happen. And we certainly absolutely storm heaven. Don't ever want to see anything like that happen again. Um, do you make your voice heard at school board meetings? I mentioned that there are, you know, certain ideologies that are being really um, not only presented to the kids, but as I watch the news, my understanding is that uh, you know schools many schools school boards uh, you know they are choosing to do things actually that the parents don't even know about in some cases so um, we can talk about that as well if you if you if you are really in, involved how in fact how involved are you 
in the uh, the schooling of your kids? You know, do you, do you look over the curriculum? Do you make sure that it doesn't have anything that contradicts what you want to teach them at home? Do you find yourself sometimes having to teach them at home things a little bit differently than they're getting in the classroom? 833-288-3986. And as we always say on this show, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. So the good, you could call in today and, you know, heap praise upon your school right now where your kids go because I, I know that the teachers we always say we love teachers nurses first responders in a special way so maybe the, the, the staff and faculty at your school are doing a fantastic job with your kids and you want to give them a little shout out and a pat on the back you can do that as well 833 Maybe you're sending kids off to college for the first time. This doesn't have to be just elementary school or middle school or high school. How about your college-age kids? Or are you a college-age student right now getting set to go either for the first time to college or back to college? I know it's a concern of a lot of parents that their kids be equipped to be able to retain their faith, practice their faith, and if necessary, defend their faith at, on the college campuses. That's always a, a very important issue. So we are looking at back to school this year through your eyes, through your hearts today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. It's just me, Jerry, today. So we got to fill up these phone lines with your takes on Back to School, the new year, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. Again, parents, grandparents, guardians, let's uh, have a robust and impactful conversation on this topic heading into the weekend, 833 833- 288-3986. And another uh, angle I'd love to hear from some of you on, uh, perhaps you had children, uh, they're grown now, and you put them through school, and maybe you'd have some thoughts on how things are different right now. I mean, I look back at the time that I was going through uh, all of my education levels, you know, uh, kindergarten, uh, elementary school, middle school, high school. And it has been, you know, 40 plus years for me. So um, uh, it's understandable that things might be a little bit different, but they are radically different, I think, from what I see and from what I hear. So I would love to have anyone, if you want to call in and, and talk about how really different things are in, in good ways, maybe, and in maybe not so good ways, since you yourself or your kids went through school. So again, that number is 833-288-3986. We can talk about things like, um, you know, um, how, how it's going in, in terms of being able to buy the, uh, the supplies that your kids need. We've got a, a difficult economy right now. You know, prices are going up. You've got school clothes. All the kids want new school clothes every year. Do you do that for them? Or do you say, well, we'll buy a couple new things, but maybe you've got to wear some of the things you wore last year again this year. So the financial angle of this, maybe, maybe you're tr- trying your best, working hard, multiple jobs perhaps, to put your kids in Catholic school, and you're making those sacrifices, and uh, you want to just try and encourage other parents to make whatever sacrifices are necessary for their kids so that they get not only the best education, but the best formation. Okay, because the domestic church, the uh, church always says, you know, the parents are the primary educators of your children. So we're talking about going back to school today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Debbie's off. I'm here. I need you. 833-288-3986. Talking about the new school year, academic year, however you want to uh, word that or look at it on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie today. 
Uh, Jerry Usher here. Debbie is traveling, but I think she's listening right now, so she wants to hear your beautiful voice. Uh, maybe not as much as I do because I need your participation. I have never been married, never had kids, so I, we can talk about this, but I don't have that personal firsthand experience that you do. And anything, anytime you share something on this show, as we always say, you are making a difference. So any angle on school, education, choices, um, you know, fi- financing a school, making, uh, you know, making sure that your kids are grounded in the faith, we can talk about any of these things that you would like to, parents and grandparents and guardians. 833-288-3986. We do have calls we'll get to here in a moment. I want to tell you, first of all, though, that you can discover the beauty and truth and goodness of the church with the EWTN online learning series. It allows you to delve into the riches of the faith and grow closer to the Lord with free videos and study guides. Uh, EWTN invites you to be still and sit with the Lord through in His Sandals, our online video reflections with EWTN Chaplain Father Joseph Mary Wolf. You can enroll in these courses today at learningseries.ewtn.com. A couple of lines open there. Please grab one of those, 833-288-3986. How's it going uh, as you may be uh, scrambling to get your kids back in school or off to college somewhere? 833 288 3986. Belinda is first in Madisonville, Kentucky, listening on Savior Radio Network. Hi, Belinda. Welcome. Hi. Um, our network actually is WPJP. Oh, beautiful. Paul uh, John Paul? In, in Madisonville. I'm not sure I missed that. But anyway, uh, my main concern is a prayer request. We need to pray. There is, there is a shortage of bus drivers. I don't know if it's nationwide or just in our state. But uh, county over, they um, were going to have the children walk, and instead, at this point, they're using, uh, the children are walking to two different pickup points, and they the city is utilizing buses. Mm-hmm. However, there's a big metropolitan, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, the Jefferson County Public Service uh, system. Um, they actually tried to open schools, and children got lost. They uh, they used they didn't they had a bus shortage, and the way I understand it, they used maybe a, one of the artificial intelligence programs, and it was terrible. They got they put the wrong numbers on children, put them on the wrong buses. The bus drivers didn't know the the children, and was dropping them off at the wrong places. The parents were frantic and calling school, and the school had no idea. And it's it's heavy on my heart that these children are being lost, and the parents are are frantic. They immediately, I think, they went to school one day. This happened, and then they've been off trying to solve this problem. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're talking about something that is, <laughs> this is no small matter, Belinda, because obviously the transportation to and from school for so many of our kids is uh, is the, the school bus system. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that they're having trouble finding, you know, people who are willing to do that. I just remember a, a simpler time maybe in my own life when, when I was going through school, we had this gentleman who had driven the bus for decades, and then he handed it off to his son who kept going for, you know, we knew them, they were people, you know, we, we we were comfortable with all of that, so um, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that this is happening. Um, are you um, 
are there people? Are, what is the school district doing to try to encourage or maybe recruit people to do this? Do you have any thoughts on that? I don't, other than uh, our school at, where I live has been delayed because they have replaced the school and uh, undergoing construction, tearing down an old school that actually I used to attend, my parents attended. And so, uh, however, they are, they have been advertising for school bus drivers. And uh, now that school is not quite in session, they're going to start on the 30th. I've noticed several bus drivers driving the street because I know in our particular area, they will run two routes, two or three routes. They would take children home and come back and pick up more children. Hmm. And a lot, I live in a rural community, so a lot of parents and grandparents, I'm a grandparent, we will go to the school and pick up our kids, but it's also... You know, it's needed and necessary because being in a rural community, there's further places to drive to, you right. know, it, and they're back roads. They're not always wide roads. And if you're a new bus driver, I can only imagine trying to get a feel for all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's really important. And, you know, I, this brings up another uh, question that I will put out there, you know, uh, for the other listeners, Belinda, and that is, you know, do you do you use the bus to, to let your kids go to school on the bus or do you take them to school? That's something we can we can talk about if anyone wants to call in about that. But um, you mentioned right away at the, top, at the top, Belinda, this is a prayer request, and we will absolutely pray for this. I mean, parents, um, they're handing off their kids to somebody else to take them to school, to get them home from school, and that is, I'm sure the school districts take this very, very seriously. So uh, we will definitely keep that in our prayers, Belinda, and we, we trust. We trust that the Lord will work this out and bring you your area of the school bus drivers that they need. All right? Okay. Thank you, Belinda, for the call. That line is open there, 833-288-3986. Yeah, call in. Uh, do you prefer to take your kids and drop them off at school here at the, the local school where I live, at least the, the middle school? Um, they do have the buses that run, but also uh, lots and lots of cars at certain times of the day. If you're trying to get to the grocery store, you got to drive past the school at, you know, obey the 25-mile-an-hour speed limit. And uh, there are tons and tons of cars just lined up waiting to get their kids. So what's your preference on that? We're talking about going to school, sending kids to school it's a new school year is your school underway already and how are your kids doing are they adapting maybe they're in a new school than they were before are they able to make friends easily at school um, do they do they see or actually experience things like you know sometimes bullying and things like that that go on and if you if you just really love the school environment that your kids are in and what they're being taught let's give a let's give kudos where they're uh, deserved as well 833 288-3986. Any angle on this topic you want to discuss, and we will go to Dan next in Newton, New Jersey, listening on Sirius XM 130 today. Hi, Dan. Hey, how are you? Doing great. So glad you called. Yeah, absolutely. So um, interesting, my, my wife and I have four kids. We just dropped off yesterday our oldest one to college, his first year of college, uh, St. Francis University out in Pennsylvania. And I'll tell you, over the last year, the college search uh, was real eye-opening for us. Uh, there are, it, it is very difficult to find uh, a college or university that, that really allows your kids to, to retain the faith um, and, and not be actively, she's almost attacked um, for their faith and their morals. Uh, it, it's unfortunate, but our experience was that 
almost all, I don't want to say all, but almost all um, of the big institutions, state, you know, state-run institutions, colleges, uh, there, there's really not, uh, not really a place for faith there or, or the values that we brought our kids up with. Um, and unfortunately, even really when you find Catholic colleges, there's so many colleges that are maybe Catholic in name, but to find a really authentic Catholic college, uh, I guess in a way, Jerry, it makes it a little easier because it, it narrows the list down quite a bit. But it was real eye-opening for us to, to kind of find an institution that, that would try to, to help uh, our, 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 child, our children live in their faith. Dan, you are speaking for countless parents and college-age students, and, you know, this is really um, one of the saddest commentaries on the state of Catholic education, not only, I think, in the U.S. here, but around the world. I mean, there are a lot of faithful colleges and universities, and I would, I would be quick to recommend to uh, anyone who's listening the Cardinal Newman Society. Did you, did you check out their website or their services, Dan? Yeah, we absolutely did. Um, and, you know, it was, it, I mean, Franciscan University of Steubenville was, was high on my list. I think it was higher than my son's, so, so that's not where he wound up being. But, yeah, they, they were great um, being able to kind of to, to determine which colleges uh, were ones that we should be looking at. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, because like I said, that is, it's just really scandalous, you know, to see what's going on at times. But, um, you know, you said this is your oldest now. This is first, you mentioned your first year of college. So how are they feeling about that and, and being maybe a little, little ways away from home? I don't know how far they're going to be away from home, but how are they feeling about uh, taking this next step in their life? Yeah, so he's about four hours from home. He feels great about it. Uh, I think I feel great. His siblings feel great. I'm not going to say mom doesn't feel great, but uh, there are definitely some, some tears. So, you know, it, it's all positive. It's, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, change. Change is always a little difficult, I think, uh, in my experience, a little more for mom than the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it, these, these milestones that we reach in life do happen, and uh, we'll be praying. Do you want to give us a first name of your child that's going off to college? We have the prayer book that we always add first names, and we'll add you and your entire family, but in a special way, we'll pray for this child of yours. Yeah, absolutely. His, his, he goes by Danny. He's Dan as well, but he goes by Danny. Oh, Dan, oh, Junior, okay. Fantastic. Well, I don't know what you did education-wise, Dan, as you were growing up, but how do you, how do you see things have changed, you know, from whatever level of school you went through to today? How, how have things changed in, in your perception? Yeah, there's, I, I feel as though when I, was, uh, when I was younger, my wife and I were, I'm, I'm 47, um, there was a lot more emphasis on, on yeah, reading, writing, and arithmetic. You know, it was kind of really, hey, you're... you're, you're you're, not to get too deep in the woods, but, you know, we're diagramming sentences for English and we're learning math. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's really morphed into a lot more of this social, emotional, and, um, you know, kind of uh, in, in a way stepping in, um, in a way school stepping in to do what I feel is more, more the job of the parents. I understand the argument is there, there are a lot of parents that I guess aren't teaching their kids those values. So I, I, I understand that side of it, but, but mm-hmm. I definitely see, uh, see kind of school Getting, getting away, generally speaking, from, from purely academics and getting more into, again, personal feeling here, um, really what the family ought to be imparting or, or, or teaching their kids. It may be just a personal opinion, Dan, but I think it's, it's spot on. I really do. And uh, I, I just hope and pray that all parents... I mentioned this this school that I drive by on my way, say, to the grocery store or something, and I, I say a prayer every time I go by there, Dan, because 
I, I don't know what they're teaching there. I don't know if they're teaching all this woke stuff or not. I don't have kids in there, so I don't really look into that on a personal basis. But I just say a prayer for the kids. My heart just aches, and I want the Holy Spirit and their guardian angels just to camp around their precious little hearts. Because as you know, Dan, they're in this formative stage of life, and the things that they're learning right now are going to shape who they're going to be when they go to college and when they get jobs and when they have kids and so forth. So um, anything else, Dan, you wanted to add before we uh, let you go on to your busy Friday? No, that's it. I just uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to you know, have a chat with you this morning. All right. You're welcome, Dan. Thank you for being part of the conversation. Uh, we had Raymond on the line. Raymond, you were going to make uh, a very important uh, contribution to our conversation, so please call back. We'll get you right on the air at 833-288-3986. So much good things, so many good things going on in our schools. Um, teachers are amazing, teachers' assistants, staffs, faculties, volunteers. So we want to we want to really recognize all of the good that is being done in public schools where it's being where good is being done, certainly in private schools. But I was I was watching um, uh, some of the news yesterday, and there were a lot of um, political figures and, and others involved in, in like school boards and superintendents and so forth, talking about you know that your kids are they they would put it this way: your kids are our kids. You know, and, and they say parents shouldn't, you know, be the ones who determine what their kids are being taught in school and all of this. And just very, very alarming. So if you've got any thoughts on that, um, let's, let's talk about that. Maybe it's happening uh, where you are. Maybe it isn't. Maybe you've uh, a group of parents have stepped in and kind of made sure these kinds of things didn't happen. 833-288-3986. Okay, let's go to Paula in Jasper, Indiana, listening on Tri-State Catholic Radio. Paula, thanks for joining us. Well, hey, I want to make one important point that I'm pulling over right now. The important point is people are spending a lot of money on education when they don't need to be. I am now 75 years old. They did not indoctrinate, indoctrinate me when I was in college because my parents were hardworking. But the whole point of my call is to let everybody know. A lot of people know who G. Gordon Liddy is. Well, G. Gordon Liddy, they said, read the entire Encyclopedia Britannica when he was uh, early teens, and they consider him a genius. So, you know, reading to your kids, having your kids read, uh, these uh, Marxists, uh, and it's been said on TV and uh, all over the place on radio, that these Marxist professors are uh, not taking us down the right road in our colleges and, and uh, uh, universities. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're making a great point. You use the word indoctrinate, and I think that is largely what we're seeing on a lot of levels right now. Very, very unfortunate, and you're right. Um, you know, the basics, Dan, our last caller, talked about, you know, when he was going to school, it was it seemed to be a little bit more about, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, the three R's, and, you know, basically just academic topics, and now uh, social um, movements, um, political ideologies, and, and so many of those things are, which have really, let's face it, uh, Paula, they've been on you know, college campuses for, for decades, but now they're kind of, you know, making their way down to the younger uh, education levels as well. So um, do, you, do you see that, Paula, that that's kind of happening more and more today? I had a little girl right here in our town. We were walking down the street. And she's 10 years old. She, all of a sudden she says to me, um, I want to live in Turkey. I said, do you want to live in Turkey? Why do you want to live in Turkey? She said, because they have human rights there. These oh, teachers are teaching our kids. Yes, oh boy. These teachers are teaching our kids all the wrong things. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's very, very sad, Paula. Very sad and unfortunate. Uh, again, we want to not just paint uh, with too broad a brush, but I think, uh, like you said, more and more this is happening. So we're talking about back to school today. On, thanks, Paula, for the call on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. 833-288-3986. Any comments you'd like to make, your own experience with your kids, uh, if you're a grandparent, a parent, a guardian. Raymond did call back, so we'll get to him in just a minute. And you as well here on Take Two. Stay with us. Take two with Jerry and Debbie. Mine is Debbie today. It's just me. So let's have a conversation about the new, not just the new school year, but schooling in general, education. If you've got any thoughts on any of that, 833-288-3986. Are you excited? Are your kids excited? Are they hopeful? Are they looking forward to being back with their friends at school? Is it a good experience for them? We certainly hope it is. Maybe there are some of these more challenging issues that we've been talking about in terms of the content that kids are being taught in certain uh, environments, educational environments. So feel free to join us, 833-288-3986. I mentioned Raymond is back driving through New York. I'll get to you in just a second, Raymond. I want to first of all congratulate two more members of the EWTN radio family. New Hampshire Catholic Community Radio in Concord, New Hampshire, celebrating their eighth year with us, and Faith Up Radio in Kailua, Kona, Hawaii, marked six years with EWTN. Congratulations to Mike Bellino at WICX and Kathy Warren at KFIP from all of us here at EWTN. And the show team today I haven't mentioned yet, and we've got a special guest in studio at EWTN in Birmingham. Our call screener today is Charles Beery. Ace McKay is our producer, Jeff Burson on social media, and the young lady by the name of Julia. She is an intern, and she is learning a little bit more about how this show and other shows go, the live shows on EWTN radio. So let's all keep the show team, and in a particular way today, Julia, in our prayers. 833-288. Three nine eight six. Okay, Raymond is back. Thank you, Raymond, for calling back in, driving through New York, and listening today on Sirius XM one thirty. Okay, we, there we go. Now we got you, Raymond. Go ahead. Um, I'm on. Thank you. Yep. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think one of the big topics we have is you know uh, I'm a grandparent and and I have grandchildren and uh, they're going into you know they're starting to go into kindergarten, first grade. And I, I you know I think the liberal agendas that that are out there are. So um, I, I went to Catholic school, Catholic high school, school system now. Um, you know, I think the parents, especially the moms, they, have, they they wield a lot of power. And I think they need to speak out when they don't feel that no, their cut. belief for the house of children. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, your, your phone's cutting out quite a bit, Raymond. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Can I you hear me better now? Yeah, that's better, sure. Okay, I, I apologize about that. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think the agendas right now in the schools are... are, are you know, I think that what I was saying is parents have, a, especially moms, yield a lot of power. If they don't feel that the agenda is, you know, aligned with how they want to raise their kids or what they want in the school system, they need to speak out. You know, I in, in recent, you know, weeks and months in the last couple of years, as I've been seeing some of the very, uh, you know, dangerous, you know, uh, pernicious stuff that's being taught on campuses, the thought has come to my mind that, and I mentioned this, I may have mentioned this earlier on this show, parents, you need to know what your kids are being taught. You cannot just drop them off at school. This is, this is true at every age, not just right now. Um, I know my mother was very involved, and, and she wanted to know what we were learning and what's your homework and how, what's the content of these courses and so forth. And I, I, 
I had the word that comes to my mind and my heart, and I, I want to use it very, very carefully, and that is, uh, the word is negligent. You know, I, I, I don't want to blame any parents for, you know, not knowing what their kids are. Well, I, anyway, parents, you need to know what your kids are being taught. You're the primary educators. Their hearts, their minds, their souls have been handed to you by God to return them to him for eternal life. And that includes not only the uh, academic education and the, and the three R's, but also in the faith. So I just pray. I pray that we don't have any Parents who are kind of neglecting this, what I, th- what I think is a duty to really open up the, uh, the textbooks that your kids are learning from and go to school board meetings and so forth. And to that end, you know, we have seen on the news as well that uh, at school boards sometimes the parents just want to, you know, speak up peacefully or maybe even get a little bit emotional. There are sometimes conflicts with law enforcement and so forth and uh, even government officials going as far as I've heard labeling, you know, parents as, you know, terrorists if they want to, domestic terrorists if they want to stand up and, and be heard for what their kids are learning. So, Raymond, that's your, your, your call was very timely. Yeah, parents, you do need to speak up and we know, I know the Take-Two family, you wonderful folks are right on top of this with your kids and grandkids, I'm sure of that. So let's continue to pray that all parents would do that because it is a very serious and grave obligation when raising kids or grandkids to make sure that their minds and hearts are formed properly. So thanks again, Raymond, for calling back. 833-288-3986. We have uh, Josie in San Antonio listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Josie. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Um, Yes, I I wanted to call um, and just mention we recently dropped off my daughter at college. This will be her first year, um, and she's staying at the dorms, and it's local. It's here. Um, we took her on Wednesday, and they gave them, as part of their check-in, they got a little, like a Ziploc bag, and they had uh, snacks and a water bottle, and they gave them some other goodies. Well, in that bag, which we opened as, as she was settling in her dorm, there was also a condom. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay. Um, and she's like, what the heck? And so my husband took that, and, you know, we are very open in our conversations to her about, uh, you know, sex and abstinence. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that that kind of took us back. And it also took back another um, family that was dropping off uh, my daughter's roommate. They're like, hmm, not sure about this. It's like, what do you make of this? I'm like, it's, I was, we were not expecting that at all. But um, unfortunately... Um, that was on there, and it's almost like encouraging, um, you know, it's okay, I guess it's going to happen, maybe, is the expectation, right, or the yeah. mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you, you use the word almost, Josie. I think it's not not only almost. I think it's uh, given nowadays, and, and this isn't anything brand new. It's probably been you know for a long time. Just it's just kind of uh, written into the code, you know, of, of of living for students to go off to college that you're going to be doing these things. And I think uh, you know co-ed dorms, you know, make it uh, very very challenging for young people to. Um, you know, abstain from those kinds of things, even if, even if they even want to abstain from those kinds of things. So, um, yeah, this is some, you're, you're pointing out something here. Like you said, it is understood. It's almost a given that kids are going to be doing this stuff. Um, so, uh, did you have a conversation with your with your son or daughter about this? I think you said you might have said you said you might have, but you know, how is how are you guys approaching this and handling this situation? Well, we, um, you know, like I said, we were very open about it and. and She's um, took a theology of the body, like a course during middle school, mm. and we went to like, a conference regarding absence, and so she very much knows 
our stance and what, you know, the teachings of the church say regarding that. And, and so, you know, we're like, well, you know, this is the beginning of what you want your life to be for the rest of your life. And any decisions that you make now will have consequences. So, you know, we trust you. We want you to have the best experience. We want you to pull through with your career. She's looking into the medical field. And so, you know, our advice is that's all we can tell her, right? It's mm-hmm. like we advise her and tell her, and then it her decisions will be up to her. But I said, you know, remember all your any decision making, good or bad, it will have consequences. And that's something you're going to have to live with. Um, and so don't take it lightly and, you know, pray for her and, and hope, you know, I tell her, I said, you know, I trust that you're going to have a good head on your shoulders and make the right decisions. And, um, you know, if you ever need to, to talk to us, it's like we're right there. <laughs> so, yeah, it, um, it was interesting because I, I was like, wow, or at least when I went to college, Many years ago, um, that did not come in a welcome kit or anything. <laughs> so mm, yeah. It was, it was well, awesome. maybe we should be surprised, Josie, that that's all that was in there. Um, and, you know, um, I would I would maybe, and you probably have done this already, and by the way, God bless you and, and you as parents and your family. It sounds like she had a good, solid foundation, especially, as you said, in middle school, taking that Theology of the Body course. But uh, maybe you've, maybe you've thought about this and talked about this already. But this could be an opportunity. I know there are very very uh, courageous young men and women who go onto college campuses, which uh, you know present certain challenges to the morals and standards that they have learned. And you know, it could, could be Josie that God has brought her to this particular college at this time in history. You never know, uh, Josie, the the good, the impact that your daughter could have on her peers once she gets to know the, these friends and colleagues of hers. Yes, yes, that's that's absolutely true. Wow. So we we'll, we will continue to have conversations with her regarding just the environment and everything, and and wanting to make sure that she feels comfortable. And you know, and I told her that you're going to be at this campus. There's a lot of young people, and you're going to be you're going to see things and hear people. Probably have conversations. She might have already, you know, mm-hmm. um, that are not going to go. Are not going to align with the Christian values and, and truth of, of of this world, you know, and sure. so it's 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 going to be hard. I'm, I'm mm. sure it's going to be hard to yeah. be able to take a stand. Well, again, with the foundation that you gave her and the prayers from you and all those who know her, it's I I, I have a feeling she's going to be a very positive influence on that college campus. So Josie, thank you. Bless your heart for calling in today, participating in this conversation about back to school. Um, We're talking about any particular aspect of this. Are your kids already back? I know, like I said, the elementary, uh, the middle school near where I live started on August 1st. I remember when I was in at that age, I don't think we started until right right before Labor Day or maybe even after. Um, what about, I haven't heard from any homeschooling parents, you know, if you've chosen to go that route with your kids, maybe you can share why you've done that and how that's going, because a lot of parents don't feel really equipped or comfortable doing that, but they find, I think, very quickly when they make that choice that with the resources that are out there, you can kind of settle into that role as the teacher of your, your kids at home. 833 288 
888-900-3986. If there are any teachers listening or, or people who work at schools, weigh in on this conversation today because we want to cover it from all angles on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Again, Debbie is traveling today. Pray for her safety. She's going to the Miracles Conference in San Antonio put on by Fullness of Truth. Just look that up online. And if you're in that area or within reasonable distance, uh, it would be great to have you stop by. Uh, again, and our number here is 833 288 3986. We have Joe in Birmingham listening on Sirius XM 130 to us today. Hi, Joe. Welcome. Hey, Jerry. Um, How you doing? Yeah, you know, I think it's great. How about you? Doing well, thank you. Um, you know, I think there's way too much emphasis put on college. Uh, I mean, sadly, it's been hammer- and hammered into our lives and all of that. Uh, school education, climb the ladder, while I think statistically the majority of, of uh, people coming out of college with degrees don't even use them. Uh, you know, they're not able to go in that field or change the mind or so on. At least I've heard that in a general sense. But what what's not emphasized, and, and I'm of a, raised up in a different generation. I'm 68 years old. But, you know, and, and there, while there were a lot of people in my time that went to college, not everyone did, but they had trade in the schools, in the mm-hmm. high schools. They would teach you a trade. And, and so, I mean, for me personally, I, I took, you know, one semester of college. I wanted to become an EMT and, you know, took that course, and that was it. But went on and... and I learned air conditioner refrigeration in trade school and high school, and then I go back to uh, John Carroll for my uh, regular classes in the afternoon because we didn't have the trade school there. But but the, the trade industry is hurting. You know, you can you can make you know you you take what's being made in the trade industry, name it, plumber, technician, air conditioning, heating, alarm industry, which is what I'm in. You know, I went on to uh, own my own business. I've been in business for almost 20 years now. Uh, and, and so I just think there's way too much emphasis put in caution. You can go back and even history. I mean, UPS, all of these older companies, to my knowledge, none of them, uh, if any of them, went to college. In fact, most of them had a, a grammar school education, if that much. So that's that's my thought that, you know, there needs to be some consideration and more emphasis. I think some of the schools are starting to introduce trades back in, uh, but just way too much emphasis on college because they are robbing our kids. Sadly, it's not just college. It's now. It's now in even to the point of kindergarten where they're, they're attempting to rob their souls. That's just flat yeah. out the way I believe. Well, Joe, you're, you're actually speaking to someone who did go to, uh, in a sense, a trade school. Um, my, I've been in broadcasting for 43 and a half years, and I went to a broadcasting school right out of high school. So I did not go to college until about 10 years later when I was uh, beginning that the six years of my formation for the, the priesthood back in the 1990s. So I, I, I totally appreciate and applaud what you're saying. Uh, it was fantastic for me. It was a one-year course. And, uh, you know, to be in the, in, the, in the radio business, you don't have to have a whole lot of like this, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic education. You just have to learn the skills of the trade and so forth. So that was very, very helpful to me. 
Plus, you know, you're talking about, I think a lot of kids, a lot of young people, college age, they, they want to choose to go to college, you know, just because, you know, my friends are doing it or, you know, they have no idea really what they want out of a college education. And parents, in most cases, the parents who are spending a whole lot of money on that. So um, I, I think you're, you're really onto something here, Joe. What do, you, what do you think about what I just shared there? Right on target. That that you summed up what I, what I've said. You're right on target. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad you articulated it very well. So, bless you, Joe, there in Birmingham, uh, the home of uh, the home area of EWTN. Thank you for being part of our Friday broadcast here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Um, Eight three three two eight eight. 3986 talking about schooling back to school any kind of a, an issue or an angle that you want to discuss on that um, Debbie is out today traveling so I am with you here Jerry Usher and the show team I mentioned Charles and Ace and Jeff and we've got an intern by the name of Julia sitting in with Ace in the uh, producing uh, room for this program today so God bless you Julia thanks for being part of today's broadcast right back to your calls we have social media as well but I want to mention the world over with Raymond Arroyo Saturday night at 10 Eastern time right here on EWTN radio this week Stephen Mosher president of the Population Research Institute joins Raymond to share the latest analysis of China's record on human rights uh, Raymond covers so many important issues on that program and he's also going to discuss having stronger marriages this week so that's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, the world over with Raymond Arroyo here on EWTN Radio. Okay, back to your phone calls. Great conversation we're having here. Molly is up next. She is in Chesterton, West Virginia, listening on St. Paul Radio. Hi, Molly. Thanks for calling. Hi, Jerry. How are you today? Doing great. Better now that you called. Oh, thank you. I have been a special educator my entire career, about 25 years or plus. I work with children who are deaf and hard of hearing. I have done that at all different levels. I've actually taught at the college level, too, and trained future teachers. So special ed can be kind of a, a negative environment, and a lot of people burn out. Um, not very many teachers I heard talk about not having bus drivers. We have that same problem in West Virginia, but we also have a low number of teachers, so I have to travel quite a distance to help support a county. And you go into the year, again, maybe with that, uh, what's it going to be like and what struggles am I going to have? But, you know, today <laughs> you you said something about how parents drop their children off at school and just assume for us to wave our magic wands and, and not have any impact at home or all of that follow-through at home. But I met a parent today that isn't doing that. Mm. And what a, what a light from God that she was, and she was able to provide so much information just by us sitting down, having a visit before the school year had even started, just taking the time, both of us, to make sure that I understand the value of the information she has to share with me so that hopefully as I grow in the year with her child that she'll understand and value the time that I share with him also. And so I left today and then listening to your program on the way home, um, I even me, I have a tendency to, to be negative, to hold on to some of that that negativity, but... God was just 
beaming through this mother and and the classroom that her child is going to be in and the environment that I get to be in. So. Oh, praise God. It's, yeah, that's so glad to hear, Molly. Thanks for being a first-time caller as well. And, you know, we, in the news I was mentioning earlier, you, you hear these things about parents speaking up and the police being there in this really raucous environment. It doesn't have to be an adversarial encounter. And it sounds like you're describing something where it was very civil and you had this conversation with the parent. And, uh, you know, you, you both left feeling you know, pretty good about the situation. Um, is, that, is that generally what you see for those parents who do want to kind of get involved and have a sense of what their kids are learning? Um, are, they, is, are these generally pretty, you know, peaceable conversations? Oh, not, not normally, because oh. things are often a fight for families. Oh. So they're on the defensive, you know, okay. sure. um, because I think school districts either aren't able or don't have the resources needed to serve children in all areas. Um, you know, I just don't think we value education the way we used to. I, I have twin boys. They went to Catholic school for a little while. We pulled them. We homeschooled them for a many number of years. Now they're in a high school environment, but in a small community, and we do know what they're doing. And we, but, but, no, I I believe as parents or as an educator, most parents believe schools are going going to wave that magic wand, and that's why we even took our children out of a Catholic school environment because I think people just assumed that it was. It, it was that, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. the dad who talked about, you know, taking his son to college, too. Even, I think, Catholic elementary schools, we just assume they are, but they're not. And and so we do have to be the primary teachers, whether our children are at school eight hours a day or whether they're not at school at all. We, mm-hmm. we, we are, my, you know, people might say to me, oh, your boys are great, and I always respond, it's because we've put a lot of time into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, anyone who thinks, I mean, this, I, I, like I said, Molly, I have not had kids, but I certainly know plenty of parents. Um, Parenting is, is, is really is a full-time job. Parents are the primary educators. And, uh, you know, I had a, a professor in college at Franciscan University who talked about, you know, kids, he, the way he worded it, kids are God's little images. We're all created in the image and likeness of God. And the kids are those precious, vulnerable, innocent, God's little images. And so it's really, it's up to everybody who's a part of their life on any level, starting with the parents, of course, like you said, who, um, you know, have to really take seriously the responsibility, the obligation that parenting uh, carries along with it. So, Molly, thank you for your contribution. We appreciate that so very much. Uh, Watching on YouTube today, social media, Michael P., I haven't been in school since June 1986, but I believe that public schools are in worse shape now than when I was in school. Many metropolitan areas have high school students take public mass transit buses and subways to and from school. Anna Marie, she spoke to what we were just talking about. Anna Marie says, parents, it's hard, but stay on top of it. Ask questions every day. What did the teacher say today? Let me see your assignments, etc. And Timoteo says, a good memory of the new school year as our country fair ended on Labor Day and school started the next day. So most of us got our school supplies from the free free giveaways at the fair. Way to go. Thank you, Michael P., Anna Marie, and Tim, Timoteo. All right, let's go to uh, Lewis in Worcester, Massachusetts, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Lewis. Hi. Uh, the reason why I'm calling, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of the Bishop of Worcester, Massachusetts, 
uh, this past Monday, and he uh, put in the paper that the, the Diocese of Worcester would be teaching strictly Catholic education and that we will be uh, teaching towards the birth of the of our Lord Jesus Christ and that uh, that tradition I was proud of. I think he, he did a good job in spelling out what we should be taking as Catholic in the Catholic school today. And he's thinking, thinking about teaching about 5,000 students in the business system. Wow. Well, praise God. This is the Bishop of Worcester. Um, is, is that the diocese, Louis Worcester? Is that? Yeah. Yes, Worcester, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's fantastic, you know, and, and really... What, what you're pointing out, Lewis, here is it really does, uh, again, it starts and ends with parents, but those who are, you know, in authority over us, especially within the church, you know, the ecclesial authorities, the hierarchy, the bishops, the priests, you know, we really need to hear from them. And in this particular case, you're talking about the bishop has taken really a control of this situation, and it sounds like is wanting to make sure, and, and and wanting to make sure that you know authentic Catholicism is taught in the schools, and and that's really what we need to, we need to have, you know. So, I mean, unfortunately, we hear occasionally, um, Lewis, uh, how even Catholic schools are kind of embracing certain positions, stances, curricula, um, you know, ideologies that are not in keeping with our Catholic faith. So, it's good to hear when church leaders are. Uh, promoting that. So thank you, Lewis, for your call. Appreciate it very, very much. That's going to bring us to the closing music right about now. There it is. Uh, keep tra- praying for Debbie's safe travel today and for her talk and all of the other talks at the Fullness of Truth Conference on Miracles in San Antonio happening tomorrow. Keep them all in your prayers. Uh, it's been great being with you today. Uh, I don't usually do the show solo, so you guys were fantastic keeping me company here on the air. And what we're going to look forward to on Monday Um, Are you constantly thinking about the past? That plagues a lot of us, you know, worrying about the past, guilt about the past, wondering, you know, should I have done things differently? Is my my past going to catch up to me? Something like this. We don't need to be burdened by all of that, but sometimes we are. So that's our topic on Monday. Are you constantly thinking about the past? Our show team again, our thanks to Ace and Jeff and Charles Beery and Julia, who's been in studio as an intern today. I'm Jerry Escher, hoping you have a beautiful and blessed weekend. And St. Joseph, please pray for us. Amen. Amen.